Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hunt Lift Eat Podcast. I'm your host Luke, here with my co-host Carter, and our special guests, the boys from Joe Outdoors, Justin and Chad. What is going on, fellas? Oh, not a lot, brother. How about yourself? Not too much. Just living this uh, this trailer park life down in Louisiana while the family's up in Colorado and hanging out with you guys in the evenings. That's what I got to look forward to these days. Nice, man. Nice. Seems like a... Uh, uh, a welcome respite, if you ask me. I got a couple kids too. I'd probably take a trailer for a, a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's good for about a week or two, and then, you, then it starts to get a little lonely. <laughs> you come back to the trailer, and you're like, ah, oh, not a whole lot here. <laughs> I don't have TV or anything, so it's just HLE and books. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right on. Wow, no, we're happy to be here, man. And uh, you know, Chad, go ahead and drop in too. But we, uh, big fans. Happy to be on. Stoked to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. We really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. We're uh, we're glad that we could finally connect and, and make this happen, guys. And, uh, you know, some sometimes things like this just kind of work out. And, you know, the Joe Outdoors podcast came across as a recommended page for me to follow on Instagram and dropped to follow and was checking you guys out. And I was like, oh these guys get it. Like, I feel like we're on the same page. We're talking the same language and, uh, got to talking to Justin a little bit and, you know, been looking forward to putting this one together. And like we were talking about before we mash record, you know, life, life has been happening. And Justin, you just moved into a new house and April and March are chaos for me. And Luke just moved to Louisiana and, you know, this is my first time meeting Chad. So, you know, things work out and I'm glad you guys are here. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, Chad's just as busy, man. He has like 12 jobs or something like that. And I'm also trying to get him to do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to keep myself out of trouble is what it is. (laughs) Chad, since this is our first time connecting with you, man, why don't you uh, give us a rundown on kind of who you are and and your space within the Joe Outdoors? Yeah, absolutely. So like like we said, my name is Chad Burke and um, you know, teamed up with Justin. Justin and I are cousins. Uh, we teamed up on this Joe Outdoors podcast. But, uh, um, you know, I, I'm basically a landscaper and cable guy by day and a podcast guy by night. And so, um, you know, I've got uh, I'm married. I've been married for 17 years and I've got three kids. Uh, my youngest is going to be turning eight. And then I've got a son who is 14 and starting football uh this uh he's gonna be a freshman this next coming year and then my daughter who is uh 15 and we're uh, currently doing uh, uh driver's education and that's been real exciting so <laughs> so but yeah so that's 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 what you need to know about me for sure nice man and justin you know we've talked plenty of times but why don't you uh give listeners kind of a rundown on on who you are yeah, cool, man. Uh, Justin, I uh, was doing some entrepreneur stuff, had a little bit of fun, had a little bit of success, had a little bit of uh, some bumps and bruises. Um, got into this. Uh, I'm back working on the family business here in town, but we're running this little sideshow here uh, mostly because we're kind of a family of, uh, uh, I don't know, Chad, 5th Gen Colorado natives, outdoorsmen, and We've noticed that, uh, you know, as we've gotten progressively uh, older, we've gotten fatter and we've got out less and less and we're not really keeping up our end of the bargain as to what, you know, our uncles and our grandpas and all that did. So 
firing this thing up here as a family a family gig to try to get out uh do a little more shooting a little more fishing and uh learn a lot more because i think that's the whole premise here is dude we're like your average joe outdoor guys right we're like we're your lucky weekend warriors who get out and we want to be better at it and we thought you know we're not the only guys doing that and so that's kind of the premise of us getting together here and that's that's what we're doing today yeah that's awesome i mean that's something that definitely resonates with us because we're just you know, we joked that we're just a bunch of dumb hillbillies who decided to start a, a company it turned into a podcast turned into an apparel line turned into a team and now it's events and challenges and all this stuff and it's just you know we're just it started really very similarly family group me and my cousins brothers and you know close friends and it's just grown from there so uh, and we're we're definitely average joes i mean no one here is you know winning the olympics and anything you know we got hunt and hunt lift eat in the name but the only thing i do that consistently consistently these days is eat so i definitely <laughs> understand where you guys are coming from <laughs> yeah man i think that's what's super cool about what we kind of stumbled on just with the uh the feeling in the name right is you know every everybody wants to be meat eater right that, that ain't happening and you know most of us are lucky if we draw a tag if we get to go out and fish you know once a month or something to the effect and you know so what we decided to do was just let's figure out how we can at least talk it all the time learn about it so that when we do get a chance to get out we're better at it than uh, we were last time you know? and that's kind of what i'm seeing with your guys's page too there's a lot of guys out there just like that and i think uh you know the big component that we're interested in is uh how to do that more effectively uh, with less weight and a little more stamina, right? That's why it was so cool to kind of hook up with you guys here. Yeah, and that, you know, and that's on our side too, you know, that's the biggest thing we love is taking our kids out and showing them the great outdoors. We've had probably some of the best experiences that we've ever had outside and, you know, a lot of the stories that we can recall and tell. And But, you know, you, you start seeing, you know, what happens and suddenly I've gained all this weight and suddenly I just have a hard time going upstairs. Uh, let alone outdoors. And so uh, when Justin kind of told us about you guys, it, it, it really rang true. And it's, you know, I want to be here for my daughters when she gets, you know, married. I want to be here for my sons when they, you know, they graduate college and things like that. And, and uh, you know, when he told us about what you guys do and what you're about, you know, it really rang true to us. We, we, we were honored to meet you, but need you more than anything else. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Did you ever think you'd hear that, Luke? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's the important part of the community. You know, that's right before this podcast, Carter and I were talking about it. So, you know, kind of preview into what we'll talk about with what you guys are doing with one of our programs. But we're doing a similar thing with our strength and uh, strength focus program, Modi. On the team side is we've got a an app now that allows us to everybody gets the workout through their app and they can plug it in and see the leaderboard. And we're kind of running through it as a beta right now with our team. And it's been awesome for an accountability thing. Like this is the most consistent I've been at. Like it's, I've been in months since deployment, really. Uh, it's been crazy since I've gotten home, but that little bit of like, Oh shit, the boys are going to know if I don't log my workout today. Like, you know, they're looking at me like that, that little bit is enough for me to like, I sat in the gym parking lot today for like 30 minutes, just like, sipping my pre-workout like man i don't want to go in there but it's like i gotta so i went in there and you know knocked out the work and and got it done and so that that's what we need i know i need it i'm a i'm definitely like a tribal guy like i need my peers to my left and right i do better i'm a 
piece of shit if I'm by myself. Like I just will be like the I'll just fall to the lowest common denominator. But if I'm around good people, it'll force me to try to to rise up. So and that's why we really started all this. And it's cool. And I love that we were able to you know kind of project that to where you guys you know it resonated with you and love that you guys were interested in and in jumping on. Why don't you guys kind of talk through? your interest in, in, in that and grabbing, you know, our couch to mountain program and what you guys are doing with that. Yeah. Cool, man. I'll, I'll jump in, Chad, you know, fire away where you want, but, uh, you know, my, my background, I think we talked a little bit about this on our call, right. As I, I did have a little bit of a background with fitness and, you know, I had a, a nice stint for a while and then same thing happens, right? Life gets in the way, you follow the lowest common denominator, you lose the voice, you lose the motivation, right? And as we got back into this, you know, we've got a, a family of guys, like we told you, uh, the, the Joe Outdoors like team, if you will, from the family perspective is about, I don't know what Chad, seven or eight of us guys that are all kind of thirties, forties, fifties, early fifties now. And yeah. what we realized is, man, we complain a lot at family parties and get togethers about, you know, how, how, how much it all hurts and how fat we are and how we can't execute the way we want. And so when we started looking at this, um, you know, I, I, I was, aware of you guys, but then I really started following you to see like, okay, what can we do that's going to be relevant to the guys that are following us? And it's really easy to figure that out, right? Because it's it's us. It's my cousins. It's our friends. And what resonated with us is that it, the, the idea that you guys are putting a why behind it, right? I think that anytime in fitness or anything in life that you're driving towards, if you don't have a real why, it's not going to stick. And you guys kind of presented this opportunity that, hey, man, train this way, train for what you're going to get out and do, right? And that was kind of the premise of what I did in the past is train for what you're going to go do and now you have your why. And now you'll, now you'll make it to the gym and, you know, train with, train with guys or, you know, women, I don't care, whatever, whoever your tribe is so that you're going to get out there and do it, right? Get a, get a crew. And it's interesting as we started this, we didn't have a crew. We had a couple of us. And all of a sudden we've got a – you know, I don't know, two, two, three dozen people across the country that were feeling the same way we were. And they were like, we want to jump in on this too. And that's kind of what led us to you was that moment right there on one of our, our casts with Stonefly Outdoors out there in North Carolina. He's like, well, I need to work out too. So, well, there's these cool guys over at Hunt, Lift, Eat. And actually we were talking to Chris uh, Shed Outdoors. And I think he's one of your, one of your guys. And it was just kind of a happenstance conversation, right? Like, oh, hey, these guys do this. And hey, I just saw them too. And well, that's that's what resonated, right? And then we jumped in, looked at your programs, saw Modi, ran away screaming, and decided, uh, I, I mean, because you said that over, right, Carter? And I was like, oh yeah, man, I've seen this stuff before. And then I scrolled up and saw, how, how do you say the other one? What is it? I do, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's that's way more us. Let's try that. And uh, that's kind of where we landed. Is let's let's work with HLE. And let's do the iDoom program as a family and as a group of Joe Outdoors with a few of the guys around the country that are on the show on the regular. Let's make each other accountable across state borders, right? And let's just try to show people that, man, this is where it starts, right? Like, it's right here. Find your why. Get out and start doing it. Find your crew and, and just go. And that's kind of where we landed. And uh, quick side note, Chad and I were having a chat today and we are looking at iDoom still. And I was like, hmm. We have to talk to your programmer and see how we scale this out over like eight weeks. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. 
it's probably a little bit of a misnomer couch to mountain because it implied there's definitely a, a base level of fitness to do it prescribed but it is built to scale right like yeah. so we tell people when they reach out is just cut it in half you know we had a guy who he basically just would redo the first week he redid the first week over and over until he could do the whole that whole week and then he just he kept doing it. so it ended up taking him i think i don't know it was like eight ten weeks to do the entirety of i but he worked out every single day and then since he's grabbed some of our you know other programs uh which is super cool and you know that's what it's there for it's built in such a way that because it's a lot of it is body weight the, the it's still brutal like that i think it's day two or three the step-ups you just want to Dude, the step-ups are out of control on iDune. No, they're they out of control. Sneak, they sneak up on you, man. They do step sneak up on you. Step-ups, especially with weight, they come out of nowhere yeah. on you. Yeah. I love step-ups. They're because they're it's a mental thing too. I did a workout one time that was just it was an hour, hour plus of just step-ups with a rock on, and like you're dealing with the mental aspect of it too. And it's very, you know, obviously I'm in the army and I'm an infantryman, so we rock a lot. And like step-ups simulate the the, the monotony of a of a rock. And just yeah. doing it. And if you do it with no music and you do it with no TV, like, whew, you're just sitting there, you're alone with your thoughts for an hour. It's brutal. Dude, that's that's where I've always gone is like, you just, you, you fall into that nowhere bill, right? And you got no no sound, no nothing, and just alone with your thoughts. It's the best. I did a, a little like 30 day uh, ruck and suck back, uh, I don't know, like a year and a half, two years ago. No sound, no nothing, man. Just get out and ruck and do a workout in the middle. Dude, I did easily some of the greatest thoughts I've ever had in life because it was just quiet and you were just like, you were gone from reality. It was super cool. Yeah. And it's really cool that you guys are doing it as a team, right? That's, that's kind of the idea behind, right? Behind HLE and behind the Joe outdoors, right? It's, it's to be done as a team or as a, you know, you used the word tribe earlier. That's, that's the intent behind both of our kind of facets here, right? Professional yeah. outdoor amateurs, right? That's like, that's so, that's so relatable to the vast majority of us who like to partake in anything in the outdoors. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's why I love what you guys are doing. And it's cool that you're doing it together. The accountability is, is huge too. Right. And it's going to reap benefits, you know, in the fourth quarter when hunting season rolls around in September, or, you know, like you talked about Justin, like trying to get back into that eight mile fishing hole that you guys need to get to. Yep. When you're, when you're like backcountry fly fishing, like that's where it's going to pay dividends. Yeah. And that's, I think I told you, man, is I, that, that season of fishing when I was going deep, you know, back then after I'd done that rough, no challenge, man, none whatsoever. Last year I was like, I got to my spot and I was like shaking. I could barely even put a fly on and I'm just like, dude, this has got to stop. And you know, that's why I think the timing for this is super cool. And I think like you said that, the message is going to resonate well. It already is. And, you know, we're just stoked. we got some uh, leadership in you guys and a community that we can latch onto, right? So we're just hoping to bring our guys into your, into your network here too and, you know, train this up together a little bit and follow each other as we go. And this is, you know, it's, it's inspirational. It makes me, you know, I think that's the, the why for me is that uh, it does. The accountability, the accountability is huge, and I think that um, – you know, I, we realize it's not just for hunting, it's not just for fishing, but it's really for, you know, whatever life's going to throw at us. we got to be ready. I mean, if I ever have to take care of my family like we used to, there's no way I'm going to be doing that in the shape I'm in now. Yeah, and I mean, you know, a lot of tumultuous times right now, at least 
perception wise and people will always talk about preparedness and it lends itself with, you know, folks that are into hunting and fishing tend to kind of lean a certain way or, or have certain ideals on that. And one thing that it's always like, I've always looked at when I, cause I come from a family of, you know, pretty staunch hillbillies and, you know, some of them, have, you know, they've got all this food, all this stuff, you know, everything's, everything's perfect for their, in their underground bunker, but it's like, you're 75 pounds overweight. Like, you're going to die. <laughs> like yeah. if you can't get your, like, you know, your heart medicine medication, you're done. Like that's probably the first step in, in preparedness for anything for hunting, fishing, for just general life, or definitely for t- like tumultuous hard times is where, where's your stamina at? Where's your strength at? You know, the number one indicator of whether you're going to end up in a nursing home or not is your, your leg strength at, at age, you know, as at the older age. So it's like, can you do a full squat? in your sixties. And it just doesn't, we don't talk about that enough. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, man. We got, we got soft, right? Like it's very clear. Like you said, there's a, a certain leaning that a lot of the fish and hunting and outdoors community has, but even that side, man, we got, we got soft and it's, it's time to not be so soft. Right. And so I think that's why this is pretty cool too. Cause again, we talked about that in our families. It's preparedness, man. Like you can spend all your money right now on do all that crazy cool stuff, and like you said, get a cool bunker. But you're just gonna die there because you know whatever gets weird, you're gonna have to travel a bit. You're gonna have to carry some stuff. Yeah. So we just kind of joke about that on the regular, right? It's like I have to carry my kid two miles. Can I do it? Nope. All right, we're all dead. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Let alone myself two miles. <laughs> yeah, and Chad already mentioned it, right? Like. You know, you, you have three kids and, you know, you mentioned like, I want to be able to get to where I want to get with my kids. Right. And enjoy the outdoors with them. Right. Not from a Armageddon point of view, but like from a enjoying the outdoors point of view. And you want to do that for as long as possible. Right. Yeah. And be able to do that as, as healthy as possible. Right. I was thinking about that today during our workout, Luke of the one today, I was like, fuck dude, this is terrible. But like, I want to be around for a minute, you know, like I got these two daughters, like before them, I was happy to die at 45. Like uh, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? And now like I want to be around (laughs) and healthy, a healthy around, right. To be able to take them up the mountain and take them on all these trips that I'm obsessed with and enjoy beautiful States like Colorado, where you guys live and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's the biggest thing, you know, when we were thirties, was nothing for me. I didn't think about it. I ate what I wanted to. No big deal. Then somehow I hit 40 and some of my biggest injuries happen while I sleep and I can't <laughs> figure out how that happens. And, you know, and now, now I'm 40, you know, coming up well, 46 years old now. And, and Luke, you said it, I mean, gosh, there's blood pressure medication. There's, you know, all these things that are coming up and, you know, I, I don't want it anymore. I want to get off all that stuff. And, yeah, I, I do want to be around for my family, you know, all of them, they're doing their best to get in shape and I'm sitting there preaching to them exactly what they need to do while I sit on the couch and do nothing. And I want to get away from that hypocritical role and actually start joining it and start showing them by example, leading by example. That's a great point. You know, and I, I think about when I was younger and in training for football or whatever, there's a lot of, there's probably a lot of that, you know, it's like, Oh, you need to go run. It's like, well, with my son, I want to be like, hey, we're going to go run. We're going to go train. You know, I'm going to go show him. And we've already started to do it where, you know, I, I want him to grow up just seeing me in the gym 
and that just it just it's his normal there's no like because i'm the king of just three months of just sheer insane intensity where i'll just be obsessive and then something like one thing will derail me and then i don't do anything for two months you know and it's just i don't want to have that like stop start cycle for him i want him to just know the constant of like this is just what we do this is the baseline and it starts with me getting off my ass and getting consistent and letting him see that and bringing him to the gym and you know even as a two-year-old he can just be around me as we're working out my wife too like she's 31 weeks pregnant and she's still working out every day like she's a fucking warrior and she motivates me because i'm sitting here like what's my excuse like i say i'm busy but like you know how much screen time do i have how much am i playing on instagram like oh i'm working you know like come on <laughs> yeah, that's dead on though man you gotta you, you train in the habit right you gotta train that habit and because i'm just like you man i'm extremes up and downs but mine are like hard for a couple of months and then off for like a year a year and a half to the point that when you actually do something physical on the back end, I've got two days of like screaming and pain from, you know, muscles hurting and stuff like that. So like it's training the habit. And I think that's what we're trying to impress here is even if it's a, a small habit, right? Like let's get to where it's two times a week, get there, man. And that's why I'm, I'm really stoked to get into the couch and mountain thing, because I know you guys got it at five, you know, five days a week, right? Four weeks, mm-hmm. eight, 20 sessions. Yep. I think we're we're going to shoot for probably trying to get three or four days a week, right? And we'll follow that sequential. Is that the correct way to attack that? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be done sequential. So if you miss a day, just shift. And so if you need more recovery, um, you know, that's fine. And just take it as – so if you want to do it like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just do, you know, the first three. And then the next week do – four through six or whatever, and then so on and so on and just extend it out. And honestly, that is probably like recommended. And then as you guys you know, get through it, you can even go back and do it again. Um, or what's cool is what we're offering now. And I, I don't think we even talked about this in the, the um, podcast yet is all of our other programs to include. So the version of Modi that you saw was the advanced version. So we, every program now of our paid ones has a beginner, intermediate and advanced version. So we built the scaling into them, uh, which I think was really needed because out the gate and what I kind of took for granted when we built them, I was like, oh, like people can just scale. Well, not everybody knows how to scale or scale correctly and still hit the same, you know, muscle groups and in movement intent and all that. So that was something we added uh, probably about a month ago. So I think that that would be, you know, you guys could look at doing the lesser version of Modi because after uh, that couch to mountain, because it's that one is that's probably my favorite program that we have for like your baseline because it's got it's really the, it's a strength focused program. So you're going to really work on your foundational strength base. And over the course of 12 weeks, you're going to see some pretty extreme progress, especially if you're coming from a place of not being after it for a while. And then I think that that strength, I'm a big proponent of, of like strength, the foundation for everything. And then from there, but you still in it have a good mix of like, there's some running, a little bit of running, some sprinting, but you're not doing any crazy distances. And then you're doing metabolic conditioning as well to work, you know, your heart rate, your recovery, really hitting that like glycolytic energy system. And then going all the way through it. Now you're set up for success to go to like any, it doesn't have to do our program, but anything else you want to do something more endurance based, more stamina focused, but you've got that strength base and you've, you know, over the course of that three months, you've built some mass to where you're going to have some protect like muscles, armor, 
Um, it's going to help protect you from in injury. It's going to help protect your joints and all that. So that's kind of the, the progression that I would recommend. And that's kind of how we have them built. Now, you don't have to start with Modi. It all depends on like kind of what your goals are. We've got, got a bunch of different ones. But, I mean, the Couch to Mountain, it's free, too, for those that we've got a lot of new listeners. If you don't know, you just go the initial subscription onto the website. You get a 15% off code and Modi for free. So just go take it. You don't have to use the code or buy anything. It's, it's there for you guys. And um, well, side, side note, stuff's awesome, so they probably should just buy something. I'm just saying. I got a cart for like 150 bucks in there. I just got to get my wife to okay that thing. Well, 20% <laughs> off sales going on right now. So there you go. So, see, I can tell her I'm saving 20% off. I got to go now. So, so let's, if we could, dude, I'd, I'd like to stick on this for a moment, right? Because we're going to reference this episode here for, you know, anybody that we're talking to. Uh, when we, we talk about like uh, barriers to entry, right? Getting in on the couch to mountain, you know, you, you give it out for free and it knocks down one barrier, right? Talk a little bit about the, uh, the the best ways to manage through this if you don't have equipment, right? Because I think you guys give some stuff in there, you know, like, hey, I think you need a band, right? You got to have a barbell kettlebell, or uh, not a barbell, dumbbell kettlebell, sandbag. Yeah, so uh, this one's a very minimal. You need, um, and I honestly haven't looked at it in a minute, so I might be a little bit rusty, but essentially you need a, you need a sandbag, which actually I want to do a video on how to make a, like a, you know, three dollar sandbag but you can go buy you can go buy a, a brute force sandbag uh or you can buy you know any number of different brands there's a ton of chinese knockoffs and rogue makes some really good ones and there's a bunch bunch out there but uh it's it's it was built we dropped this i think it was still during covid and our intent was like not everybody like gyms were shut down not everybody has um access to equipment and equipment was extremely expensive and hard to come by. So it was like, what do you do with the most minimal stuff? And so sandbag, you need dump, I think two 25 pound dumbbells, uh, access to either a kettlebell or a heavier dumbbell. Cause you can use those kind of interchangeably and then a pull-up bar and then a band is pretty much all you need. And the bands just really for the warm ups and cool down. So you could supplement something other than that. So it's, it's pretty minimalist. I think we worked it up at one point and for, it was like around 120 bucks, you could get all the equipment that you needed uh, to execute Ida. And then we have another program tier, which is the, it's a stamina program. It's our, I think it's the mountain prep, but it's the same thing. It's a full 12 week program with just the minimal equipment. Okay. So another question I got, right, because here's, here's what we're going to be up against, not only in our own heads, in our family and some of the guys on the team and some of the people we're going to push to do this, but uh, I want to dispel myths, man, barriers to entry. So, like, what, what else have you guys seen trying to get guys into programs? You know, what excuses do you guys come across? Time's the number one, always. Everybody oh. always says time. That's the one I tell myself. You know, I'm so busy on the – I'm in the army and I'm a CEO It's in quotation marks, but like, that's what I tell myself, right? I'll rationalize my way out of anything. Yeah. Uh, and you know, that's, that's one that's just, it's just nonsense. Like, you know, my, I, I can't remember if I, we were recording or not, but like, look at your screen time. Like, that's the biggest one. Like say, you don't have time, look at your screen time and then just sit down and shut up. And I like, I'm a big culprit of that. And so that would be the number one that, that people say is they don't have the time. And then it's like, oh, I've got an old nagging injury. And that's that's the other thing. And it's like, well, obviously you don't want to train through an actual in injury. But a lot of times that injury is just some sort of imbalance or movement deficiency that is caused through because we're out of shape. <laughs> like, you know, and then like, like I've got I have knee issues, but my knee issues are extremely exacerbated when I'm sitting with a 25 pound weight belt around my gut uh, in my beer belly, you know, like. <laughs> 
just being real, we got to call a spade a spade there. So if we acknowledge that it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing, and really it's the the fact that we're out of shape, we got to get in shape. And so depending on your level, like you don't want to just start out the gate killing it. And so if, if you really are coming off the couch, you don't want to jump into iDune and do it prescribed, cut it in half. And maybe you don't get through the whole thing. <clears throat> That's okay. Don't just like fail the first day and then just be like, well, I couldn't do it. So now I'm done. And that's another thing we see. And that's something that it's really common is that it's the all or nothing. Like it doesn't have to be that you can go out there and you can start off. You know, if I was going to talk to somebody who was, you know, super out of shape, let's say they're sitting at 120 pounds, I'd be like, Hey, walk to the end of the driveway and back do that the first day. That's it. Just, that's all you got to do like a little win and then just build upon that, upon that, upon that. And then, you know, if you're attacking a program, if it looks daunting, okay, I'm just going to do the first half of it. Tomorrow I'll do the whole thing and then just baby step it. You know, it doesn't, it's not an all or nothing. It's just get out and get moving and then do the best you can. Now don't, I'm not saying quit on yourself and, but it'd be better to, to, to quit a little early and then build that mental fortitude as you go than to just say, Oh, I failed. I quit. I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm going to go back to eating Cheetos and sit on the couch. So, so we're sitting on, uh, there's no reason from a cost perspective with iron. That's not no. an excuse. Everybody can find more time. You can do your own little stupid time study and everybody can find an hour a day easily. Uh, I would say that the next piece is uh, manage expectations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, manage your expectations. Don't come in and think, Hey man, I'm going to kill it and fail. So come in with, you know, a, a better, a better mental mindset as to how to approach it. And I think that's the one that Chad and I are sitting on, right? Is, all right, man, let's, and that's why I brought up earlier, you know, can we get out this three days a week? Is that okay? Well, the answer inherently is yes, right? Because at least you're doing it. So build on each day. Yep. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that consistency is better than like your motivation right off the rip. Whenever you're starting anything, right? And it doesn't have to be physical, but like in this case specifically, that consistency and showing up every day and doing something will yield far better results. In, in the end, right? And like, you know, you, you guys have both mentioned like finding your why. And once you once you have that why identified, like, why would you why would you not go out and, and do that workout for the day? Carries a lot of strength, man, if you've got a real one, right? You'll yep. know it's you'll know it's real when you feel it in your gut when you fail on it, right? Or if you if you walk away from it. And I think that's the big one here and that's where we're sitting. So, all right, from our perspective then, right, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and we're going to take on this challenge. We're going to try to get, uh, I think we should call out a few people live on this just so when they watch this cast, they're in trouble. But uh, um, obviously, Chad and I are going to, you know, jump into this. We're going to pull in our buddy Stonefly Outdoors out there in North Carolina, our, our, our resident, you know, fly tying and beard expert. And <laughs> I think we're also looking at uh, bothering Chris here locally. I know he's probably doing your Modi right now, but. He'll be our uh, crack the whip guy locally, so we're, we're hanging out with him Friday. So he'll probably already check in with us by then. Um, we've got a couple other guys that we're chatting with right now too that I think want to get in on this, but I don't think they publicly want me to say their name yet. Um, so what what we plan to do, right, is we're going to get them signed up, which again is free through your website. If you guys are cool, I think we'll probably put the link out in a few spots, right? Just send oh, them yeah, for sure. get them signed up and. Uh, you know, I think we're going to go start probably this weekend at the latest. 
what we wanted to be able to do with you guys is kind of, I, I know you're busy, Luke, and Carter, so are you, but, you know, get a check-in once every week or two or whatever, maybe with like an Instagram Live, right? Because that's where we seem to find these guys that are like, you pull them out live and ask them if they're doing it, they'll probably have to do it. So I, I think that's kind of our game plan around this and just keep kind of a check-in, man. And uh, that's that's kind of where we sit right now. Do you guys like that? Yeah, I think that that last bit, that accountability is like the last piece of the puzzle that you have to have to have like your best success possible, right? Luke and I were texting right before this podcast and I was like, I haven't been this motivated in a long time, right? Because I don't, I live far away from everybody. I live out in the country. I don't have a workout partner. I haven't had a workout partner for years, but like now I feel like I have workout partners again. And so that accountability is going to be huge, right? Because like you're doing it with your people. Yeah. Cool. I, love I think, uh, like I said, we're excited, man. So we're, we're stoked to get this going. So real quick, I'm trying to think of any other, is there any other details I'm missing on IDUN that we can bring to anybody's attention here just before we move on? I think, you know, just to reiterate, cause you can't say it enough. Cause I think guys do, cause we've, we've sold or sold, we've distributed thousands of copies of IDUN at this point. And we've gotten feedback from probably 500 or so, and it's not a, it's a pretty low <laughs> completion rate if, if, you know, assuming that those are the only people that, that completed it, but I'd say it's probably a fair assumption somewhere around there. And it's, I think a lot of people probably look at it and they just get overwhelmed because the way our programming, if you haven't looked at it, you've got a warm up, you've got usually some sort of strength type movement. You're going to have some sort of metabolic conditioning or you know, aerobic capacity, something like that. And then you're going to have like a cool down and you might have something else in between. And, and uh, program mobility at the end that you yep. highly recommend you need to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely do do the steps. But when you look at that, if you're used to doing like, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to do some bench and then I'm going to do some curls and I'm going to do this and this and a few sets and then I'm going to leave. It can be a little overwhelming because it's a, it's a lot. And then when you do one, like some of them are, like the intensity is high during it, right? Because and there's a method to the madness there, where you know you're working all three energy systems throughout our programs, uh, which I think is very important for what we do in the backcountry and just general. I don't, I, I hate using the term functional because it's been co-opted by a lot of different stuff, but like fitness and a, a level of fitness to get you ready for like conditioning, right? Like strength conditioning, either fight or flight. Like what, what do you got to do? So. <clears throat> don't get discouraged if you, if you do one of these and your heart rate spikes and you, you're redlining and you think you're going to, you're going to die. Cause you might feel that way. Uh, and, and that's okay. You know, if you need to back off a little bit, take a break, like you might not be able to power through one of these workouts the way that, you know, some super stud was able to come in and do it. And that's, that's absolutely okay. And that expectation management, like we talked about, and then just building momentum going in, like just start with the warm up. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You know, yeah. it's not, it's not the program is not that hard honestly it's just it can be a culture shock and shock to the system for folks that have never seen it and i've yeah. never trained that way it's a very specialized way to train i i would say it's not it's different than crossfit it's different than like isometric like different lifts and like that sort of thing it's just it's very it's attacking a lot of different things at once and it can be overwhelming so it, it just uh, reminded me of another question i had right because again i want to make the majority of this around, you know, uh, knocking down barriers to entry here so that nobody's got an excuse. You guys have a, a decent amount of 
I'll call it a decent amount of running, right? Um, what what can we do in place of that? Like I was talking with Carter, you know, Chad and I were getting ready to do another ruck series kind of thing. Can can a, a weighted ruck, you know, like a, a decent ruck, go in place of some of that running, or what would you recommend? Yeah, I would look at what what it is. So is it is it a, like a three mile slower pace run? Then I think yeah, doing like a six mile ruck. You know, it's it's about where does your heart rate sitting during that. Now, if it's 800 meter repeats, like a ruck's not going to get you there. Nor should yeah. you uh, be running with a ruck unless like you're very specifically need to, which nobody doing these programs really does. Um, but so like if it's like an 800 meter, let's say it's 800 meter repeats, just for instance, like okay, get on and do uh, the rowing machine or assault bike, something else that's going to get that heart rate up. Uh, you can there's different exercises you can do, but like the intent of that is you know, heart rate in different spots. And so just kind of looking at equivalency there. So you could do a slow, long row if it's a longer ruck and th- or a longer run. So you can look at, uh, I don't have the conversion on hand. I could Google it, I guess. I need a Jamie. But if you Google just like run to like row conversion, it'll give yeah. you uh, a, a kind of a ratio. And I, it might actually be in the program. I think we Pete do might have it. Program. I'm looking at it right now. Run distance times 1.25 equals your rope. Yep, there you go. So you can substitute that stuff if you've got injuries. I would – running is really – and I hate running. Like, I'm built like a meatball. So I'm 5'7", I'm like 220. I'm, like, deadlifting super heavy. Um, but I will say I've never been in better rucking shape in my life than when I really focused on my running. I didn't ruck at all, and I did my fastest 12-mile ruck time. Um, I came in, like – 12 miles and like 215, like just was doing pretty well. And I really worked on building my aerobic capacity through running. And I, there's injuries and there's other, you know, things to, to factor in. But I think, and I know I've been guilty of this, is we're all very quick to just be like, ah, oh, I need to substitute running. And I think that if, if you can physically do it, you just got to, you know, quiet that inner bitch and get out there and just run. I was actually just talking to one of our guys in the Modi challenge. He was making a bunch <laughs> of excuses about substituting running. And I was like, or you could just go fucking run. <laughs> Dude, has somebody done that t-shirt yet? Quiet that inner bitch. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a good shirt. As a cross country. Oh yeah, go ahead, Jen. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, it, it, that's the, the biggest thing for me is you guys, you, you, t- you talk about knocking down these barriers and that is a true statement. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I picked up a weight or did anything like that. I'm 46 years old, 230 pounds. I've got a knee problem on my right side. And it's just like, you know, I've been out of it so long. There's a question of, can I do stuff like this anymore? I remember as, you know, as a, a you know, in my 20s and early 30s, you know, being able to rock that and be able to you know, go for miles. But now it's just like, I'm just, you know, the barrier for me is, can I? I know I can. Justin and I work construction and, you know, when I started that job, I didn't think I could do it. And by, you know, two, three weeks later, it was it was awesome. So I, I know to expect the same thing, but it's like, man, the doctors are telling me, yeah, you need to be about 175. I'm like, well, I'm not even about there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, in the knee stuff, 
is it's real and I, but I, it's back to what i said you know my i think my knee problems are de definitely exacerbated when i'm sitting here with this beer gut and it's probably pretty similar for you guys you know like we feel these things more and it's not to say that these injuries don't need to be managed like i, I don't i want to be very clear in that it's not just like you know I, david goggins is super motivating but you know him running and almost killing himself 15 times isn't i wouldn't recommend to anybody and so i don't want folks to to do that but you know, look upstream and downstream. Like that knee is probably because you've got, you know, you're compensating somewhere. Like your yeah. tight quads, IT bands, ankle issues. There's any number of things, and that's where the the warm ups and the cool downs and the stretching at the end and doing your maintenance. You know, and that's what I would really recommend if you guys are going to run this program and split it up the work over those three days. I think that's great, and I think that's probably a good volume set for where you're at. But on those middle days, if you're doing it Tuesday, Thursday off, like don't just take it off. Like Get uh, GoWad has some good mobility stuff. We can send you our mobility program. Um, you know, there's there's some good stuff to do, kind of yoga type stuff, and also like if you have a bike, do a long bike ride, a walk, get Go out for play a walk. Get outside. your ten thousand steps. Just stay moving during that time because like movement is medicine, and that's what'll help yeah. all that stuff keeping the blood flow. Like, you know, then I know you guys know this, but like the old adage of rice, you know, it, it's it's ridiculous because the army will still, a lot of the doctors will still tell you to, to do rice, rest, ice, ice, you know, compress and elevate, but it really is about movement and that's, what's going to keep you guys healthy and in the long term. Cool. We're stoked, man. So like I said, we'll, we'll make some call outs here after this uh, episode and we're going to get started this weekend. I'm not going to yeah, put an actual date on this. I don't know when you guys are releasing this, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to date ourselves on it. Um, I don't start have, Monday? What's up? You're going to start Monday? Yeah, I, I, yeah, Chad, is that... Yeah, like, we should. Yeah. Is we dropping it this week? Actually, you guys should just start tomorrow. Hey, Chad. <laughs> Monday sounds great. I think, I think <laughs> tomorrow, you know, like now means now, later means never, right? Yeah, yeah. No, you know, and it's, it's true. And, I, you know, I... I'll tell you one of my, my biggest whys, um, you know, with the family, with the kids and stuff like that. Uh, you know, if, if I were to pass away and I know that, you know, I passed away because of letting myself go because I never pushed because I never fought. Well, shoot, I got to carry that regret my whole internal life, you know, and, and, but if I'm doing what you guys say, I'm doing that program, I'm in the best shape of my life and I go, oh, well, it was meant to be. At least I don't have regret because I know I did everything I possibly could to get to where you guys are talking about. And that, to me, seems like it would be an immense weight off my shoulders to know that I've given it my all. I'm in the best shape I've ever. I, I want to be one of those guys that's on TV saying I'm 50 and I'm better than, you know, better shape than I was when my 20s. And which wouldn't be very hard for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just motivated me. I might go do Modi round two today after hearing that. <laughs> yeah well the, the accountability, accountability is going to be there right and i think that's the important thing so you know we'll get square with you guys after the after the cast here about you know when we can touch base you know publicly and uh uh in real time maybe on instagram live or something but i think that's going to be a big component here that we want to do is we want people to follow along right we want them to be on this journey with us and we want them to we want them to join the journey right and so you know if you guys have any uh information that you know we should be passing along right 
we want to we want to have that. We want to be able to you know drive people into this with us here. So I think we want at least a couple of days to put this out there and see if we can get some guys involved. But uh, yeah, later never. I got you, but probably Monday. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Monday sounds like a good time. Good even even good start date. Right. <laughs> yeah, everybody already hates Mondays. You know, let's add some workout to it. Hell yeah. The That's first awesome. one's fun because everybody's all motivated. It's it's the second and the third that get real rough when everything tightens up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm in there a few different times. So that'll be the that'll be the battle is Wednesday, Thursday. So if it makes you guys feel any better, when we started Modi, I really did not want to do it, but I had like backed myself into a corner because we had to run this beta. And of course, if like I've got the crew doing it, I've got to do it. I started cramping during the freaking warm up <laughs> of like back squats. And I was like, this is not good. And the whole time I was just hating myself. Like you're such a piece of shit. How did you like let yourself get this bad? Like, good Lord. So, but we're in week two now. I feel a lot better. Shook the rust off. So it comes back quick. Nice. So you guys are, you guys are going to crush it. I'm it. stoked. And if any of you, got, you know, listeners are intimidated by any of the other programs, I want to start with the couch to mountain with a level of uh, accountability. Holler at, at the boys, you know, where, where can they f- find you guys on Instagram? So we're at, uh, oh, that's a great question, man. Just search Joe Outdoors. I don't even know what our, uh, our actual uh, handle is. I mean. The underscore Joe Outdoors underscore, underscore podcast. Yeah, I can never remember where we put that underscore part at. Um, yeah, no, they can hit us there. We also have JoeOutdoors.tv, and we're going to throw some of our uh, information with you guys up there. I, I think we're going to throw you up there for the next month. Maybe, maybe we'll call it out, right? You guys will be on our homepage for as long as it takes us to finish iDoom. There you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, as long as it takes. Double-edged sword. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to put it up there because we want to make sure everybody can find you guys too along the way. And yeah, they can find us, JoeOutdoors.tv and over there on Instagram. And um, That's that's about all we're doing right now for uh, chasing us down. But I think the uh, the Instagram lives will be where it's at, man. So you know, we'll chat some more about that. Um, you know, if you don't, if you don't mind, you know, I, I know we're on your show, but I, w- I would like to know a little bit more about your history. I don't think Chad got any of that when we were, you know, John about you guys want to maybe give us a quick rundown about, you know, how you guys got started. Yeah. Uh, so man, when did this start back in 2019? Uh, well, it really started probably before that, 2017. I was in Afghanistan, and I missed hunting season. My little brother had just killed this super nice uh, deer on our property, and, and I'll give him shit because I always do. Like, he's not – I mean, he's gotten a lot better as he's gotten older, but at the time he was not a worth, worth a shit as a hunter. He's not dedicated. He just went out there because we did. He'll even tell you, like, this deer, he was sitting out in a tree stand with a, our cousin just like they were laughing and playing grab ass and this buck walks out and I was just oh I was sour you know I'm sitting there at the time I've spent in the woods all this you know <clears throat> and I discovered meat eater around the same time and I was just really you know I was stoked for my little brother just got to give him shit but like I was I was just really homesick for you know the woods and I'd only at that point really hunted I hunted a little bit at Fort Benning but I'd really only hunted on our family farm in Virginia and the idea of a western hunt or like just getting into hunting in general at a you know, outside of where I always did, it just didn't seem attainable. And I discovered meat eater actually. And, um, immediately, you know, like I think a lot of us, like he just resonates and I just crushed every single episode. I think I even like torrented his old, that show he had before meat eater. I watched all that and I was like, man, I was just hooked. So I came home, I've gotten to, I bought a bow, I bought a muzzleloader so I could hunt on Fort Campbell where I was. And 
hunted my ass off and just got, I mean, my first time public land hunting with, with a bow and just got demolished. I ended up killing a doe at the end of the season and it could have been a, you know, 200 inch whitetail for all I cared. I was so stoked. And I was just really, it just kind of took my desire for hunting from like something I've always just kind of done to like an obsession. And, uh, around the same time I had a buddy who got, was kind of leveraging social media. I think I had like 75 followers and it was like my family, you know, like I didn't, I didn't care about social media. I, I hated it. I thought it was stupid. It, um, he was in the fitness side of things and was really growing it. And he was getting, he actually leveraged it into a job after the army. And I was like, man, there's, there's something here. Like what, what is this? And I decided to start learning about it and paid a little bit of attention, started to grow, tell a story. And then I, you know, reached out and made some relationships with, with some companies and, thought that was cool I was like you know poor and hunting's expensive and getting free gear and but then it got to a point where it kind of became a burden I was like this is this is stupid I'm for maybe some free swag or discount codes I'm spending a lot of time working for other people for companies that I don't really resonate I don't feel like I'm getting a whole lot out of it at least for what I need like I talk about like I'm a tribal person so I want a community <clears throat> and I was like, maybe I'll do something. I started, I made logos. It's actually on a government computer. Uh, I made the first logo on Power, Microsoft PowerPoint. <laughs> uh, I like, made the clip art for the arrow and the barbell and, and everything. And like our font, I think is like Times New Roman or something on the first logo. I think Carter still has one of those shirts. And I, I made, uh, I bought an embroidery machine and made patches, sewed them on some hats and sold them to some buddies or gave them to some buddies. We took some pictures out of our hunting cabin and kind of just went from there. Uh, made a website, sold a couple and then sold a few more. And then we just kind of swelled. And then, you know, I decided I had a lot of people asking to be a brand ambassador. And at first I was like, I'm not doing that. It's, I, I was, I did that. I hate it. Like I don't like field stuff. So I'm not doing that. But I kept having people ask and ask how to be involved with the company. And that was when I had the idea for the team and kind of flipped the model from what I've seen other companies do. I don't know who else doing it. And we just kind of changed it and it stopped being around the brand and ambassadorship. It started being around the community and the team that was the focus and growing the message and then providing value. And then I started getting a lot of questions, especially at this time. Cause I was, I was actually training a lot more and documenting and I was in better shape and uh, people were asking me, programming questions and all this and i was like let's do some programs and then i worked with my buddy pete from the army and he was getting his strength and conditioning certifications and you know i probably could do some programming but i don't really feel that qualified i needed to get some certs and i talked to to him and he was willing to do it and you know that's kind of how we got in that side of the house and built the programs and i've just been growing them ever since and so yeah the podcast came because i had a buddy who was like you ever think about a podcast i was like that's ah, stupid nobody wants to hear me talk and I threw up an Instagram poll and I was like, if, if 20 people say they want to hear us talk, we'll do it. And we had like 60, 50 or 60 say they would listen. And we launched it three days or three weeks later. I had no idea what we were doing. I was, I edited it for the, for a while. And then I deployed and Carter came on and kind of took it over. And, you know, now that's built the team we've got now. So it's just, I don't know. It's been a wild ride and never would have expected to grow into what it is or, you know, what, what I think it's going to be in the future now, the, the vision's there. So that's kind of the, the rundown of HLE. I don't know if you have anything to add, Carter. No, man, just along for the ride. Justin, you've been like phenomenally good at like hyping us up on our own podcast here tonight, man. We, uh, <laughs> we, we want to hear about, you know, the Joe outdoors, man. You guys have mentioned like the word why, 
we want to reciprocate here, man. You know, why did you guys get into this? Yeah. All right. Cool. I think by nature, man, I like to spotlight, you know, guys like yourself and guys that are doing cool shit. I love it. You're like making me blush over here. I'm like, oh man, it's like, (laughs) no, man. No, I appreciate it. You know, our, our our story is, you know, still forming, you know, but, uh, it, it, it goes back a couple of years. You know, we, we, Chad and I were out fishing below the dams in, uh, you know, Granby and we had recently experienced some, uh, not so cool things in life. You know, as a family, we lost a couple of guys. Well, at that point, we lost uh, one in particular. It was actually Chad's brother, uh, Mark, and uh, one of my best friends, and literally a brother. And we lost him to cancer at, uh, is he 39, right, Chad? That's and, right. you know, we watched him fight a 10-year battle, uh, and it was hard. And so we were out fishing and just talking about life, you know, flies and God and men that fucking sucked and you know the, the whole thing and we we kind of had this moment where we were like you know why are we working so hard we're away from family we don't hang out anymore you know what the hell are we doing here dude like it could all be gone tomorrow so why not you know do something that we all love and you know at least do it with some people you like to do it with and uh so i at the time i had had this other idea for a little kind of Colorado outdoor brand and I told Chad about it and we're out fishing like I said and we said well why don't we just do that all right cool man all right let's just do that it was like that quick right and so we started to kind of move down the path and uh I don't know we got a couple of months into it and life got in the way again and uh, I mean, we started everything, we built it up, we started going, and boom, we got hit again. Uh, we had another real real close cousin, um, one of the best outdoorsmen in the family as well, as, as was Mark. I guess I always kind of forget that, cause I, probably because I'm still jealous. Uh, one of the best fishermen I've ever fished with. And, I mean, dude, he's the guy that would, you know, catch a catch a, a rainbow out of the gutter out here, you know, when, when it rains. And, anyways, uh, we had another guy go down, and it was – just out of nowhere and so we we got put on hold again and uh we lost kevin this time to uh cancer again at 49 and the wicked battle came out of nowhere took his life and he was super successful and and had this great business he had just bought this awesome place up in montana on the river i mean he was he was sold his business was retiring and getting ready to just enjoy and boom yeah and so again we just kind of got hit with why are we wasting time working so damn hard? Let's go have some fun. And, you know, it was at that point that we were like, all right, we got to kind of resurrect this. And uh, so again, we, we summoned up the strength. We, we this time spun it into something a little different. It became Joe Outdoors. And we decided, well, setting up a business is, uh, you know, it's a lot of work. So let's just run with something that's fun. Let's, let's build a podcast or something where we just get together and talk, right? So we, we put together some logos that's, you know, the kind of my background is that kind of stuff. We threw that together, pulled some of the programming and some of the platforms together and just spoke to the family and said, Hey, you know, we got to do this for the guys and let's, let's just go for it. So got everything together again, spun it up, started again. When was that Chad? Uh, October. Yeah. By October this last year. And yeah, so we, we put it together, built a studio and just started going. And right now we're sitting on, 
I don't know, maybe a half dozen decent episodes that we're, we're happy with. We're trying to just get a little ahead of the game. We've got some great interviews that we'll be releasing here soon, and uh, we're going to start running. So we've got kind of a regular set of, uh, I guess, interviews with guys that fishing, hunting, and doing it on the regular. We've got some great businesses involved. I don't even know how that happened. Like, you know, you talked about it, Luke. You know, you talk to a few businesses. They throw you some free stuff, and all of a sudden you're like, man, this is kind of cool. What do we do? So we've got, I, I think, 14 product-based businesses that we're teaming up with and we're putting stuff together, you know, uh, to have them on the show and also go out and start doing these uh, outings with them. So we're going to be doing some fishing trips some hunting trips. We're going to be doing a, we're going to the range. We're doing a, a number of other things, just trying to bring it all together. And like you said, we're just trying to have fun, man. We're just trying to learn more about it and we're trying to be better at it when we get out there. And that's really the story behind it. And, you know, and this journey, Justin, you, you said it best, but this journey has led us to directions we never even saw coming. Uh, we probably changed our vision about 20 or 30 times, and that vision still is not anything that we've ever expected. And it wasn't until Justin said, in God's name with God's aim, we give it to him and we let him tell us what he sees for Joe Outdoors that we've learned to just kind of take the back seat and watch everything unfold and we've been really blessed to to meet individuals such as yourself and you know to be able to network with people who have the same interests the same feeling and it has really allowed us to really start to live our life you know work with something that we just do but now we're actually living what we want to do uh, just by in the talks that we do the people that we meet so it's it's been an outstanding journey so far and it's just started and it's great, like you guys mentioned, it was uh, our podcast idea and family thing, and all of a sudden it became this like growing community. We didn't even know we had it. Like I can tell you right now, we could say, hey, we're going to do a podcast. We're not going to get 60 people to say anything. We'll get like our, our moms and our grandmas and like a couple of cousins to say, yeah, do it. But, you know, we got a, we got a good community brewing, and it's, it's just super interesting how many guys out there like the idea of the average Joe Outdoors dude. And... So now it's just a matter of like, how do we, how do we sum it up and pull the community together? And then how do we just bring them cool information and cool things to follow? So again, while it's a podcast, right, it's, it's really more of a community and we just want to, want to, I guess the way we're delivering the community is through a podcast. And that's why we're excited to work with you guys on this. This is a, 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 a journey we get to take them on, you know, with another great group that already has a, a really great community. So we're excited about that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a really powerful word. And I think I'll, I'll speak for Luke. I think the coolest thing, what, what brought me on board with kind of his vision, which changes constantly, like kind of like what you just <laughs> mentioned, Chad, um, yeah, talking about a guiding hand. I don't know where the hell that hand's coming next, but <laughs> what's, what's it, what it's transitioned into is like, okay, selling t-shirts and Luke gluing uh, or sewing leather patches on hats into building a community, right? Like that's that's the that's it that's the product right like that community is, is is everything right and it's really cool to meet like-minded folks like you guys who who get that and there's a lot of crossover and same kind of guys right like guys you go on a fishing trip and drink a beer with and talk about life and you know well like we said we've only been at it for i mean you know it's like the iceberg thing we've been at it for a while but really it's only just starting to you know make make some surface but it's already showing a cool face, right? We got 
guys in San Diego, we get guys in North Carolina, guys in Montana, and it's it's crazy how quickly something like this can become, you know, successful, if you will, right? But it's it's just because it's community. The power in community, right, is is incredible, and it, you know the the value is all we're searching for. What can we bring the guys? You know, is it is it some great fishing tips? Is it some uh, you know like you guys? Is it a, a great way to train to get out there and go hunting? Whatever it is. And uh, that's that's really all we're shooting for. That's it. Again, and I, I don't know where it's going, so we'll just see. Yeah. You know, and we came up with that name, the Professional Outdoor Amateurs, because that lets that. us ask any question and no question stupid when you're a professional amateur. So <laughs> we can really dig, you know, hit pretty basic on something like that. Yeah, that was, that was Chad's big win one day. He says, well, it's <laughs> like we're professional outdoor amateurs. And I said, done. That's like our tagline or something, man. Let's just go. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's perfect. No, I mean, all that, like Carter said, I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but it, it definitely resonates. And, you know, and you were talking about how important community is. And, and I, that was, that's been my biggest revelation with all this is, one, just how starved we are as a society. Like, we're, we've never been more connected with social media, but we've never been, like, less connected like actually like on an interpersonal level and you know and i do love the fact that we do have this technology that we can jump on this call virtually you know i'm in louisiana carter's in georgia y'all in colorado like that's awesome uh and we've been able to build our team and our community through zoom calls and meetings but then it does it just we do meetups and we try to get together at events and stuff and it's wild. We'll have our crew together and you'd think everybody had been best friends for 10 years and they just met in person that weekend. And, you know, it, it just, there's a certain type of person that cares about fitness and the outdoors and hunting and fishing and, you know, the things it just, it just attracts a certain type of person. I mean, we've been blown away of uh, the, the type of person that is wanted to join our community and is a part of it and our customers. And I mean, you know, when you're in any sort of customer service, you, you just think about the bad ones, right? But if I had, you know, sat down and looked at the numbers, I mean, it's probably less than a fraction of a percent of people that are paying the gas. Everybody else is awesome. And it's just great. And I think we need more of it. And I think that there's so much room for all sorts of community right now. And, you know, I would tell people that if you're passionate about something, it doesn't have to be this. It can be cars or motorcycles or, you know, overlanding or anything like get plugged into a community or start your own because the opportunity is there and we can't have enough. And I think that that's what we're missing. And I think a lot of the issues that we're, you know, we're talking about tumultuous times earlier, like think that a symptom of that or, or it's a symptom of the lack of connectedness within our society and the focus on stuff that isn't real. And I think this is real, you know, these real conversations about bettering ourselves and, you know, men and women coming together to push each other in positive directions and hold each other accountable and, you know, quiet in the inner bitch and, and, and all that. It's, it's important. And I, this team's a huge accountability thing for me and I love it. And I love, you know, these podcasts. I'm motivated as hell right now. I'm ready to go do another workout. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm, I'm feeling more like, Hey, we got to get started. So maybe, yeah. maybe we'll sneak one in, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> we definitely want to want to be a part of the community. And I think that's the other question I had, right? I see a lot of guys uh, on your, on your page, on your Instagram page that are part of your team, right? I don't think you call them ambassadors. You, what do you call them? You just say not lift, not team members. Is that what you call them? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's a, 
this will be relevant because when this podcast comes out, I think applications will be back open. We haven't run them in almost a year at this point. Um, so th- the way it works is it's a lot different than uh, than other. I mean, you do an application. Uh, there's a, a it's through the website. We'll have it open, and then we'll go through them and kind of vet folks. And then we do in person or not in, like Zoom interviews. Uh, we have interview teams from now we have it. It's divided into regions. We've grown enough that we started the need to do that. So we've got eight regions across the United States and Canada and there's regional leadership. And, uh, and these are These guys are just their team members that have just been super involved and engaged and volunteered like they're not paid. And they come in and uh, they're running those regions. And Carter Carter is actually the overall team leader. I'll uh, actually Carter, why don't you take this question? This is like your wheelhouse. Don't you describe the team? <laughs> My wheelhouse. Um, yeah, kind of like Luke alluded to earlier, right? Uh, a lot of us have been part of brand ambassadorships and pro staff and all these hot topic words and you get your, you get your discount code and then you move on and you create content for a company that doesn't know you exist. And so we kind of transitioned this idea of actually around at a very specific time or the first time I went to Luke's farm, uh, up in Virginia around a campfire at deer camp. And kind of transition from, oh, we're an apparel company and we sell T-shirts to, no, 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 that's that's secondary. Now what we care about is building a community and building a team. And so Luke chose that word very intentionally. Um, and my biggest job is trying to provide value back to our members, right? So it's a, it's a paid subscription. Um, we found that people who have skin in the game uh, are more likely to kind of play full out. Um, and the cost is a case of beer a month. So that was also very intentional. And uh, not actually, that, that would not help my beer gut. <laughs> <laughs> it's 25 bucks a month. In addition to a case of beer, you can buy, <laughs> buy a HLE subscription. Um, so my biggest job is how can I, that's what I'm thinking about constantly every single day. How can we provide value back to our team members um, through seminars and through, you know, get together opportunities and expos and, a number of, of, of different things. And, and that's been one of the most fulfilling parts of my life selfishly um, for over the last shoot. It's been almost a year, Luke, um, over the last year, it's been unbelievably fulfilling getting together. Like you guys have mentioned with, with Joe outdoors and like-minded folks and pushing in the same direction and, and talking and, and discussing and, and dissecting and learning and teaching and that education. And we have, you know, folks who have never been hunting before um, join the team and folks who have never worked out seriously before join the team. And it's, it's a place where people can do that and you can learn and educate and share. Um, and it's, it's pretty phenomenal. It, it seemed intentional to me from the outside, not to call them ambassadors. That's why I was asking the question and, and you know, kind of seeing how you guys go about that because there's a, there's a couple guys we've talked to you know, behind the scenes and, you know, their question was like, well, I saw you, you, you plugged HLE. I said, oh yeah, man, those, those are some cool guys. Luke and Carter over there. Oh man, could you put in a word for me? Well, I don't have that kind of power, man. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I know that there's a growing contingency of people out there that are definitely interested in um, that portion of what you guys, you know, are doing. And I think that's just incredible, man, because to be able to, to, create an application experience right and be able to open and close that and really define what that means to you guys as a group and what what fulfillment and what uh you know what that provides value wise back to the community 
it's epic, man. And I, I just want you guys to know that from our end, even just in the little interaction we've had over the last 45 days or so, uh, man, you guys, you guys got a lot coming your way. You should be really proud. Pretty cool to I see on our end. We really appreciate it. And I say this all the time, but my favorite quote of Luke, which is high tides raise all shifts, right? And like everybody's pushing in, in the same direction. And, and uh, you know, as long as everybody's doing that, like we talked about growing organically, Justin, and, and doing it with the right folks and yeah. like-minded people. And, and that's that's where everybody wins, right? Absolutely, man. And that's, you know, we're super stoked. Looks like we lost, lost Luke, but uh, um, super stoked to be a part of this with you guys and go along this iTunes experience. And uh, now we're, we're, like I said, Chad said it too, we're, we're blessed. We feel blessed to be able to be in this conversation with you finally and, and be able to jump in this uh, this whole experience. Absolutely, man. And, you know, we're rolling up over an hour here. So obviously we're going to have to do a part two here because I didn't get to half the questions that I wanted to dissect with you guys. So we'll have to do I, a part two. I think that makes sense, dude. And, you know, from our perspective, we've got this whole little marketing thought of we want to have the prep episode and it's that maybe that's the one we shoot for after we kind of get through i do right and really talk about you know preparing for you know our upcoming hunting and fishing experiences because that's part we wanted to get to as well we didn't even cover that is you know we've got a we've got a hunting guide here locally we've got some firearms experts and we've got some gear guys and we kind of want you guys to be like our training guys our fitness guys to fit into that whole thing so that probably like i said that that fits a whole nother episode man. heck yeah man we'll have to make it happen uh justin and chad you guys got any uh closing thoughts before we jump off here anything coming down the pipeline for uh joe outdoors that we need to be aware of um we we do have a a family get together we call it fish strong 2023 that's coming up here um that just hit the website actually this evening right chad Yep. Just, just threw that out there. It's a local uh, fishing tournament that we put on. We're in our 10th annual. That's in uh, honor of Chad's brother, uh, my cousin, Marky. Uh, so we got that coming down the pipe. That's something anybody in Colorado can go take part in if you're around here. Um, other than that, we, we we have our series of episodes starting, right? So we're hoping to get, get on that probably in the next week or two here. Like I said, we've recorded quite a, quite a few to get started. And uh, other than that, man... Just get ready to follow us on this item. Get ready to watch us puke. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Can you uh, can you tell listeners again where we can go find you guys? Uh, yeah, website, joeoutdoors.tv. Uh, jump on over there and uh, over there on, on the Instagram at the underscore joeoutdoors underscore podcast. Hell yeah. Chad, you got any closing thoughts for us, man? Uh, I, all I can say is thank you. You know, this is, it was a pleasure meeting you guys. I'm really looking forward to this adventure that we're going to be going on. And, you know, I, I can finally say to you guys, I'm going to give it my all. I'm really glad to be a part of this and honored that you guys invited us to do this. So we, it's, it's much needed. Heck yeah. Pumped to follow your progress, man. Well, Joe Outdoors, thanks for joining us this week. And listeners, as always, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. We'll talk to you next week.